a sound where video, audio, we read it. Shalom again. Dr. Larry, senior pastor here in the Power and Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassadors. And we are certainly excited. And again, like my wife would say, uh, Dr. Renee would say, get ready for your excited to get excited. We got some good juicy stuff for you. And we're going to continue on in our series. We are teaching a, a scripture study series entitled The Foundation, excuse me, of Christian not Christian, the foundation of kingdom doctrine, the foundation of kingdom doctrine. That's what we are talking about. Doctrine is very important. All you YouTubers, everybody's on YouTube right now, please hit the like button and subscribe to our channel. Go to the right hand corner, upper right hand corner, hit the bell and subscribe notification button. And you'll be notified every time we come on with a message from the kingdom of Elohim. So we're going to get back into doctrine. <clears throat> which is vital, 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 vital. Uh, doctrine have a lot to do, everything to do with how we act. And it also cultivates our belief system. So we're gonna get right back into the teaching. Father, we believe you that your word is already empowered. Thank you in advance, Holy Spirit, for you bring an understanding of your word to those who are ready to hear. Thank you for those who you have already called and appointed to be a part of your kingdom. Now we're gonna go here to the power of doctrine. We wanna look at this, the power of doctrine. We went over it and I told you I was gonna come back and really deal with this. It's so important uh, because actually doctrine, again, like I just said, actually cultivate our belief system. So our belief system is a result of what we've been taught. Now, think about this. I'm going to say something, probably gonna slap your lips backwards. So just get ready to turn them inside out. Here we go. If you think about the most powerful force in the earth, you may immediately, if you, you know, you may say, well, the Holy Ghost is the most powerful. Well, the Father, Elohim, most powerful force in the universe. He created the universe. Okay. All right. So the most powerful force, let's put it this way, on earth is not Elohim, is not the Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, there is something that can actually stop his power from working in you and for you. All right, you can turn your lips back on the outside now. Now, you can turn them back around. I said that to really get your attention. Yeshua put it this way. He said, he told his scholars when they could not cast a simple demon out. And let me uh, say this to the demon hunters. You're not doing nothing great by casting demons out. That's that's average for any person, any citizen of the kingdom have been given authority to do that and is an everyday thing for you. So don't get caught up on demon hunting and demon chasing. But they could not cast this demon out of this young boy. And it wasn't because of fasting and praying because fasting and praying, when uh, Owen Matthew, uh, when he said this kind, the translation said this kind doesn't come out except by fasting and praying. That whole verse is not in the original text. It was added in by the translators. So that make it a lie. <laughs> Anything that the Holy Spirit did not say and somebody said he said that lied. So that's a lie. That's why I keep telling you lies in the Bible. And y'all y'all get mad at me, but keep getting mad. You'll get glad after a while. But Yeshua said it was because your unbelief that you could not deal with this sinful demon. And then uh, it was one particular city that he couldn't do uh, 
Corazon was one of them. The Sather, I think Corazon is another. I've been there. I've been to Jerusalem. Uh, I've been to the area. They can't even find a trace of those three uh, cities that Yeshua cursed because of their unbelief. But the scripture says, because of their unbelief, he could not do no mighty works. So what I'm getting at is that even though the father's power is infinite, there is no power greater, but relative to us and operating in the earth, there's a greater power and it's called your belief system. Yeshua said, nothing is impossible to the person that believed. He did never say nothing was in, is impossible to the person who is filled with the Holy Spirit. He did not say nothing is impossible to the person who understand authority. He said, he said that nothing is impossible to a person who believe. That means your belief system is the most powerful mechanism in you, in me, our belief system. Unbelief is just as powerful as belief is. Belief can release the power of Elohim in the earth to work through us and for us. Unbelief can prevent the power of Elohim from working in the earth through us and for us. So I rest my case. You can tap the gavel. We threw with that. Now we understand where the real power is. And our belief system is full of doctrine. What is doctrine? Teachable substance. Our belief system is full of what we have accepted as truth. And if I or you accept a lie as being truth, then I got or you got or we have a contaminated belief system, a poisonous belief system. I just uh, quoted your scripture that wasn't in the original text. Uh, a lot of things that were added in and when it was added in, the scripture says clearly if you add to or take away from what the Holy Spirit said, bad stuff happens and follows that, okay? because it's, it's lying on the father to add to his word, take away from his word is to lie on him. And a lot of translations and trans transliterations are lies. They are not original, uh, truth. They are substitutes and the Bible is full of those also. All right. So let's look at this the power of doctrine. Now we see, uh, how imperative it is for us to recognize the power of doctrine because doctrine, Feels our belief system. Our belief system, again, is the most powerful force that exists in us. Miss Leah called Proverbs 23 and 7 said, As a person think in their heart. He didn't say think in the mind. The mind is, is very powerful, uh, but the mind is not more powerful than our belief system. Just like in our physical body, you may uh, say, What is the most powerful or important part of our physical anatomy? And it's not the heart. It's not the heart. And you can't live without your heart. You can get artificial, but technically, uh, by creative rights and the order of creation, you can't live without your heart. You can't live without your lungs. You can't breathe. You know, you, it, it just doesn't happen. They can put a machine on you and breathe for you. All right. But if you look at your brain, nothing works without the brain. Like I said, you can. they can put a heart in you. They can put a breathing machine in you, but they can't put a brain in you. So your brain is the most powerful phys physical uh, uh, part of our physical anatomy. And the same way, our belief system 
Our belief system is the most powerful mechanism that's in us, more, more powerful than our mind. See, our mind is very powerful, very strong, but our belief system is more powerful even than that. Again, because our belief system have the power to release or stop the Holy Spirit from working in us and through us, and we need him in order to do anything. Yeshua said, everything you see me do is not by my own. Everything you see me do, I do it through the what? Power of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit descended upon him, then he began to do what? Work the works that Adam worked in the beginning. He began to do supernatural things in the earth operating in the dominion that the first Adam had. Very important that we understand it. All right, so now you get it. Your belief system is the most powerful mechanism that's on the inside of you. People believe and things happen. Nothing is impossible to him that believe. Remember that. If you sitting down now, I want you to stand up and just sit down again. All right. You believe that that chair could hold you. You didn't check it. You didn't test it. You believe every day when you hit that brake pedal, that car is going to stop. So you automatically do it and depend on it without even thinking about it. All right. That's how faith works. Unbelief worked the same way. Unbelief is so hideous and hellish that Yeshua said it'll only come out of the belief system through prayer, through getting, communicating with the father, through spending time with him. He never put fasting in there because you cannot eat for 180 days. That spirit's still going to be there because you can't take a physical measure to solve a spiritual problem. Physical solutions do not solve spiritual problems. You have to deal spiritual with spiritual in order to change things in our belief system. All right. So now let's look at some things. Again, Miss Leah called Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a person think in their heart, so are they. Your heart is where your belief system is. Uh, Miss Leah 20 and 27 says, the spirit of man is the light of Yahweh searching all the inward parts of the innermost being. Now, Actually, when you look at the translations in the Bible, many times you'll see heart is being used for the mind and at other times it's used for the spirit. All right. Now, your belief system is located in your spirit. Remember that the real you is spirit, man. Uh, uh, some people say the subconscious, you know, uh, the mind is the conscious faculty you know, that is going all the time. And then some teach about the subcon subconscious. Actually, the subconscious mind or voice is actually our spirit, the mind of our spirit and the voice of our spirit, which our spirit doesn't miss anything and retain everything. So once something get into uh, the real person that we are, it's reflected back on the outside of us, you see. So that's the way that that works. Remember, we are a spirit. We possess a soul, which is mind, will, and emotion, and we live in a body. Second Thessalonians, uh, I believe it's 523 said, uh, Sheo said, I pray that the father would sanctify you, your entire being, may your whole spirit and soul and body be what? Preserve blameless, blameless. So we are spirits and we have a soul. And our soul is our mind. 
that mental fa faculty, that mind that's always going, our consciousness, our mind, our will, and our emotions are all, are all right there. Now, our will is set right in the middle, and our will determines what goes in our, my belief system, all right? And when it get in my belief system, then it's going to produce whatever came in me. The seed that come in me is going to reproduce after its own kind. That's why the scripture says that receive the engrafted word of Elohim, which is able to save your soul. Our souls are not saved. Once we get born again, the only uh, part of us that's totally regenerated is our spirit. Our mind, will, and emotion are being saved. Our mind is being renewed. You see it? Our emotions are being crucified. All right. And our body is being put under discipline because it's got to be sown and get another one. All right. So now, now we understand that the real you is your belief system. I mean, it's your spirit. And that's where your belief system is located. Not in your mind, in your spirit. That's why he said all things are possible to him that believe it. Because when we live out of our spirit, then we are operating in spiritual dominion. You see, we are spirit beings put in a physical body, which make us legal on the earth. Spirit beings, legal spirit beings on the earth have already been given dominion to rule and govern and manage the earth. And then what happened, Adam and Matzah, Ezer, Negad, they rebelled against the word of Elohim and gave that dominion to a fallen cherub, Lucifer, the praise and worship leader, the singer. They, they gave it to the chief singer, you know, and mess it up. But the last Adam came and got it back and gave it back to anyone who would accept what he did, receive his forgiveness, and take on his nature and characteristics, which is the image and likeness of the father. All right, now let's look at the power of doctrine. So I said all of that, very important we understand that. Now we can see how important doctrine is. Uh, I got seven points here. Now doctrine is teachable substance. <clears throat> we just mentioned that doctrine is teachable, teachable substance, not just, just words being thrown out in the air. And you know, the scripture says in one uh, translation, one version says in Ibrium called Hebrew 11 and one. Now faith is the what? Substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Doctrine is teachable what? Substance, proof, proof, evidence. Doctrine is teachable, tangible substance. All right. Uh, point number two was doctrine determines our character, behavior, and destiny very important what we are being taught remember once it get in our belief system that seed get in there that seed begin to germinate and it's going to reproduce after its own kind it's going to reproduce after the image and likeness of the intended product from that seed everything is in a seed to produce whatever it's supposed to produce when you look at a chair that chair came from a tree, you know, that tree growed up from the roots, that root came from a seed. So when you're looking at a chair, you're actually looking at a seed that produced a tree that produced a chair. You understand? So uh, doctrine determines what, our what? Character, behavior, and destiny. So it, 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 when we receive the seed, like in Marcus 4, Yeshua is talking about the soul sold the word. And the word went into different belief systems, different type of hearts, okay? And one was just over-concerned with worldly things in the mind, the activity in the mind. 
and that had dropped in the spirit. So it was a continuous cycle, reproducing, reproducing, worry and concern. Another one was hard hearted. You know, another one was glad, but didn't have no root, you know, and then only one, only one, remember, uh, belief system had been cultivated to receive truth and it produced. So doctrine is going to determine uh, how we act, you know, how we behave, where we are going and our character. What is character? If you um, if you're a notary, like my wife is a notary and she got that stamp and every if she stamped a piece of paper, whatever document that she stamped is based on no characters that's already set in that in that device. And each time the same imprint is going to be reproduced. The same imprint is going, it don't change. It's the same all the time based on what's been pre-designed. So doctrine will actually determine how we are all the time when no one is watching. All the time, it's gonna reproduce. That's character. Remember that when the father, the first thing he did, he gave us character. He created us in his what? Image or character and his likeness. A direct product of who he is, a reflection of who he is. So if you stamp something, it's just a reflection of what's in the characters that's on the stamp. You understand? And doctrine will determine that. So when we look in the mirror of our per the mirror of our personality, the mirror of our behavior that's consistent the same way all the time is a result of what I've been taught. I have received words, seed, and that seed reproduce. Remember the uh, fallen praise and worship leader, the chief singer uh, that was in heaven, uh, Lucifer, the covering cherub. What did he say to Masa Ezenigad and Adam? He said, did Elohim say? Did he say? And then what did he do next? He said, no, it won't be like Elohim said. It'll be, in other words, like I am telling you. And they received that rebellious seed that came out of the mouth of that rebellious, kicked out, fired, praise and worship leader. And when they received the seed of his words, that seed produce it, produce what? A rebellious nature in mankind. Doctrine determined that. They were listening to him. Lucifer was giving them instructions. He was teaching them teachable substance that determined their character, behavior, and destiny. That's why everything had to be undone. I always remember that. Character, behavior, destiny. Number three, doctrine is what control your life. Miss Leo, again, 23 and 7. As a person think in their heart, what's in your belief system? Yeshua said, uh, what it is not is not what goes in a person that defiles them. It what is what is what that is what <laughs> oh it's what comes out. <laughs> I can't get this is what out for. I don't know what. But anyway, it says it's not what go in but what come out. Cause what come out is a result of what has grown, what is established, and it's gonna come out all the time. That's why he said, uh, you can tell a tree by its fruit. <laughs> you know, a bad tree. Is going to produce bad fruit. A good tree is going to produce good, a uh, good fruit. If the seed is bad, the root is bad. The tree is bad. The fruit is bad. 
words are vital. That was not a snake. I don't care what scientists say about something not having no legs and snakes having a bone. He was not talking about a physical snake. If that was a physical snake there in that place where they were to be cultivated and grow other human beings in the image and likeness of the father, then snakes got to be in heaven. They got to be up there. Okay. And if it took, if you could take a physical fruit <laughs> and mess man up, then instead of sending his unsettled father going through all that he went through and giving as much as he gave and giving Yeshua, then he should have sent another fruit. Again, physical means do not solve spiritual problems. Doctrine is spiritual. Doctrine is a result of words that has been taught. Remember that words that has been taught and words form images. This is something I was sharing with my 13 year old that's going on uh, uh, 34. The way that the enemy have things going and way that the world system is now is this way right here. Every uh, the father wants us to live from the inside out, right? Correct. All right. He want us uh, faith. The scripture said faith coming by hearing and hearing. Uh, the message that come from the lips of the Messiah. That's amplified version is a better version. All right. Now here's the enemy and here's the system of darkness is like this. Everything get in through words and images. See the words are slipping away and they go into what you see. See people are moved by what they what see the logical reasoning realm is the flesh realm and it's based on what you see. This is why uh, pornography is so powerful and the uh, pornography, uh, the fashionable, the fashion that's tied to pornography, everything is want to show everything and all that kind of stuff. That's th those are images or pictures because people are moved by what they see. And that's the way it, the enemy operate based on the outside. See, when he spoke those words and the scripture said, Masa Ezenigad saw that these words, it wasn't a food. It, those words that he was saying to her was good. He was talking about, she imagined in her mind, he painted a picture in her mind and got her to live from the outside in versus the inside out. Adam was right there and he did the same thing. He got that image in his mind. So again, darkness, um, the world system, evil primary way of indoctrination is primarily through images or what you see. He speak words, but those words are for the sole purpose of producing the image in the mind, not in the spirit. Cause if you're born again, he can't get to your spirit. But once that image is in that mind, that will will go into operation and receive that image. Then it's planted in the spirit and you carry it out. We carry it out. So doctrine is what controls our life. Doctrine is as a person thinking their heart. So are they what a person has been taught? That's what they are. Yeshua said, you are what you receive, what you eat. That's what he's talking about. Now, doctrine, point number four, doctrine is the foundation of the religious educational system. Doctrine is, doctrine is. <clears throat> Certain denominations will pay <clears throat> for you to go to their seminaries. You get born again and, and join that church. Excuse me. Unexcuse me. <clears throat> They'll send you to seminary for free just to brainwash. That doctrine, you got uh, church doctrine, church, church creeds, uh, this, that, the other, all of this stuff 
and all of it, guess what, is Greco-Roman based, the mark of the beast. Anything that Greece and Rome has touched relative to theology, philosophy, the way that you think, your theological, philosophical way of thinking based on the studies uh, that has been, been produced down through the years, <clears throat> is, is emanate from the Greek and the Rome philosophy and their theology. That's the mark of the beast. Uh, the mark in the head and the forehead and on the hand, the forehead is how a person think in their mind. As a person think in their heart, so are they. All right, remember that. So it's the way a person think. And then the hand is how a person do as a result of what they are thinking, you see. So what's controlling the inside? What control the inside? All right, what control the inside? That's, that's the foundation of all the whole religious system is based on doctrine. And you get what you call the victor, the Pope, let's say Catholicism, <clears throat> which is the mother of all, uh, mother of Christianity and all uh, Christian faiths and religion. Uh, the Pope is a victor or he is a representative of Christ. I put, I say it like that because Christ is, uh, come, is, is Greek Rome base. Uh, the uh, proper uh, label for Yeshua, not label, uh, but definition of term is Messiah. Messiah. See, you can say that Messiah in English. Isn't that easy? That come from the Hebrew word Mashiach. All right. Christ come from Greek and Latin terminology. All right. That's where it come from. So he is the victor or the Christ, <clears throat> a rep, uh, 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 Christ only representative to the church. See, that's the church and the kingdom are not the same. I, I know y'all get mad at me, but the truth is truth. The church and the kingdom are not the same. Uh, Christ and Messiah are two different people, you, you see. All right. Uh, the Pope and the Holy Spirit, separate entities. All right. So doctrine is foundation of all religious systems. <clears throat> Point number five, doctrine <clears throat> is the foundation of the world educational system. Doctrine is. That's why in school, doctrine is set of what the kids are being taught that uh, has been predetermined so it could produce a certain mindset in the people in our culture, in this society, to think a certain way. And then they go to college and they really get messed up. I got something here, but I appreciate it uh, so much. All right. And uh, <clears throat> so doctrine is the foundation of the world educational system, the religious educational system, the world educational system, the foundation is doctrine, just like the kingdom is based on doctrine. And we're gonna get to that in a minute here. Uh, number six, doctrine is the foundation of the kingdom education system, there we are. So you get religion, you get the world, and you have the kingdom. That's why I said that uh, uh, Islam, Muslim, Hinduism, Judaism, Christianity, all of those religions are different from the kingdom. Yeshua never came to establish or start no religion. He only came with the kingdom message, uh, two, two different trees. And there are principles of the kingdom that Christians believe, however, is not the full extent of the kingdom message because anything that go against the church doctrine, they say that's here or say, are you off, you wrong, you know. Uh, Yeshua was accused of the same thing. So for those uh, 
uh, having problem with people, you're just going to have problems. They did to the green, they'll do it to the dry. If, they, if they'll take a green branch and try to uh, break it, which is hard to break and, and will bend and flex before it break, you know they're going to grab that dry one and break it. So, you know, come on, let's just keep moving, keep going, keep operating by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let him do what he's doing in you and through you. The only people that can come to the Father must come through you. To, through Yeshua and can't nobody come to Yeshua unless the Father, the Holy Spirit bring them. So that's the way that works. All right, point number seven. So we see those uh, foundational, those systems based on doctrine. What we think is the result of what, ha what we have been taught. Very important. What we think is the result of what we have been taught. What we believe is a result of what we have been taught. You can believe in yourself right into a supernatural manifestation. Yes, you can. You can... People are not even born again uh, 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 experiencing miracles because that's the power of the belief system. You don't have to go to no conference. You don't have to run nobody down. Even my kids' doctor told me, they, well, they grown now, except to say this to me years ago. He said, you know, people don't get well if they don't believe it. I don't care how much medication we give them. They have to believe that it'll work in order for it to work. They get better. I said, well, you know, I think I'm going to uh, start being a doctor and you start being a preacher. You, you come, you know, and I never walk in there or told him I was a pastor or anything like that. I won't, you know, I don't want people putting on, a, you know, another face. But uh, I said, man, that's right. That's correct. I mean, that's absolutely right. I didn't say anything about scripture. Anything. I said, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it, whatever believe we believe, that's what we're going to have. You know what Yeshua said in Marcus 11? I think uh, around verse 21 through 25, some, yeah, 23, starting there. He said, what whoever say, 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 say to this mountain and believe what he say and do not disbelieve what he say. If he say to this mountain and believe what he say, and he's teared his mountain to move the mountain. Would move. He wasn't speaking no example. He was tell he was, he was speaking fact. If you actually believe that when you tear the mountain to move, it'll move for you. And if you tell it go really relocate in the sea, it's gonna go relocate in the sea. He was telling us about the power of the belief system. But he said, if you don't doubt or don't disbelieve the power of unbelief. He said, you will have whatever you say. So he said, have faith. When the translator said, have faith, Yeshua was actually saying, use your belief system, the power of your belief system, the same way the father does. Whatever he say, it happened. Whatever he say, it come to pass. And what Yeshua was explaining to us then, he was giving us a, a, a uh, show or uh, showing us a picture of the dominion that the first Adam walked in, that he now is walking in, and that we right now supposed to be walking in. Three dimensions. <clears throat> the first Adam, he rebelled. The second Adam got it straight. Now we are Adam. Adam means Elohim representative in the earth. It's first blood. Uh, in, in the Hebrew, Adam is spelled uh, Aleph, Dalet Mim. <clears throat> Aleph. Uh, Dalet Mem. Dalet Mem uh, spells blood. It spells the word blood in the Hebrew. Now, Aleph, of course, you know that means leader or the father or the father who governs by the authority of his word. See, the Adam 
<clears throat> was created in the image and likeness of the father likeness he was supposed he was operating governing by what his word you understand his word all right and then dalet has to do with uh portal or opening access keys authority you see and then mem is the life-giving spirit right all right so adam is the leader that the father created who also governs by his word he had keys access from the life-giving spirit he was a spirit being that was producing life that is what we are to be doing now that's what yeshua did you see the three we're the third now the number three come from the hebrew olive the meaning of the number three come from the hebrew olive bed gamil and gamil mean to lift up and be bountifully blessed to lift up and to be bountifully blessed remember yeshua said if i be lifted up i draw all everybody to me they will come to me and guess what's going to happen when they come to me they're going to be regenerated they're going to receive their dominion back they're going to receive their position back of righteousness that they had with the father and they'll be able to do what governed by their words because now they have their authority the door is open again heaven is open again and now they're going to produce life just like i did just like the first Adam did prior to his rebellion. Now, Yochanan 663, uh, Yeshua said, my words are what? Spirit and they are life. You see it, spirit and they are life. So what if I'm being taught the life given word of the father, that is what I'm going to repeat. That's what's coming out of me. And I said one time, I don't know about a holler about it, I said, did you know you can command things to be to happen without saying in the name of Jesus? I mean, did you not know that? No, no, you didn't know that you. The authority is not just saying actually the word name is authority. So let's just update the semantic. Go ahead and say in the authority of Yeshua, because, you know, uh, and when you get stuff done, doing it the other way. The father wicked ignorance. I mean, he know your belief system is talking about his son. He know that it's not J S U S. That don't get nothing done. You, your faith, your belief is in his son. That's where it is. Go and admit it. All right, stop hollering and crying. All right, now, so when we speak, life is in our words. So if I speak to my body, speak to your body, wholeness and wellness, and believe what I'm saying, wholeness and wellness is gonna overcome your body. That's what, that's how it works. We, the authority is a done deal. That's just, like, that's, that's just like breathing, you know, and religion teach you to go through all these steps and you got to say this and you got to do that. And for his sake and for his name and for his praise and for all this and for all that, that's religion it has nothing to do with kingdom. Kingdom is this. We were created in the image and the likeness rebellion took place guess what we have been regenerated our genes have been restored that was produced in us by our father life-giving spirit i know i'm messing with your doctrine i know i know i drank to that that's some good mocha granodermer herbs in it <clears throat> that's right that's right okay now 
let's look at this point here. Let's look at this point here. I want to get that in. The foundation, let's go uh, to this point right here. The foundation of kingdom doctrine, and we, we're talking about, are you, do you have this note up? Let's look at this point. All right. Every time I look down, you know I'm reading something. The foundation, do we have it? We got it? The foundation of kingdom doctrine is the heavenly father's word. Y'all have to excuse my son. This is the prophet, y'all. He's something else. <laughs> he's, he's, he, as we got through, because, you know, my sons, they know how to operate all this stuff. And he said, Dad, I missed one because I was listening. I said, I know you was. <laughs> I was too. I said, it's great. I'd rather have you listen, miss a slide, than the other way around. So the foundation of kingdom doctrine is the heavenly father word. We're talking about the foundation of kingdom doctrine. The entire, all the teaching is based on what? The father's, the heavenly father's word. Look at Yochanan 14 and 10. Right here. Just keep this up. Yeshua said, don't you believe that I am in the father and that the father is in me? Don't you believe that? The words, here we go, teachable substance, doctrine. I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the father living in me who is doing the work. And you don't recall all through scripture, Yeshua said, in the name of the father, demon cast out. In the name of the father, uh, water turned to wine. In the name of, he didn't do that. He just did it. He was showing us how it's supposed to be done. He gave us authority, not for us to go through steps and rituals. He gave us authority for us to operate in it. Now, if we are being taught properly, it'll be like breathing to us. But because we have a lot of religious steps and cliches and this and that and the other, for the most part, we getting probably 10, I mean, 10% of the vision manifested that we're supposed to do based on the mandate. Now let's look at this other verse, Yochanan 14 and 24. Let's get that for us. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. I got a chance to sneak, sneak me a sip in. All right, now. Yochanan, 1424. <clears throat> Yochanan is his name. Uh, John is a colonizer name. And you don't suppose to colonize the scripture. Anyone who does not love me, watch this, will not obey my teaching. He didn't say nothing about the church, church creeds. He, no, he did not. Anything about that. He said, anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. His teaching is what? The doctrine of the Father. All right. Uh, the doctrine of Elohim, the doctrine of Yeshua, the emissaries or uh, apostles doctrine, it's all the same. Ain't no denomination should be formed. It's all the same. It's the word. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. You know what? This is how we supposed to think. The words that I'm saying are not my words. See, ambassadors are not entitled to their own opinion. And I hear a lot of Christians saying, well, this is my opinion. I said, okay, all right. Um, well, what do you think? I don't have an opinion. I don't have a right to my opinion. So what I'm going to tell you for, it's not going to help you. If I'm not speaking the Father's word, what's the point of me talking? 
ah, you trying to be deep. No, we are living out the word because he just said, if you, if you don't love him, you won't obey his teaching. If you love him, you'll obey his teaching. All right. So the foundation of kingdom teaching is based on the heavenly father's word. Let's look at that. Let's look at this another, uh, this other point here before we run out of time. The purpose of all kingdom doctrine, thumbs up. The purpose for all kingdom doctrine is to what? Fulfill the kingdom mandate. Y'all read the last two words. Say it again. Say it one more time. All right. The purpose of all kingdom doctrine is to fulfill the kingdom mandate given to mankind. Everything is set in heaven. It, no problem. You don't need to heaven. Don't need teaching and stuff. We need it here on earth. So the father's word that has come to us has come to us to equip us to develop our belief system so that we can use the power of our belief system the same way he used his power in heaven for us to do it on the earth and make earth just like heaven. Your will be done in the earth just as it is in heaven. Very, very, very awesome. Very awesome and powerful. Now let's look at Barashit and let's look at the mandate. Got to go back to Barashit or the book of beginnings. 1 and 26. And, and this is the uh, scripture 2009 version. I, and I challenge y'all, read it. Start checking this translation out. You'll see Yeshua, Elohim. And you won't think we're trying to, you know, be deep or take us back in bondage or, or they under the law. That's because you've been, your mind been restricted to a translation. Unrestrict your mind. Come out of that bondage. All these translations out here and some people actually, I'm not bash you, but I need to say something to wake you up. Please, sir, ma'am, go on the internet, get your phone in hand. Look at some other translations, please. This one just give the original names primarily. And there's a messianic world of Bible translation out of here too. And you see Yeshua all over the place. You don't see not one Jesus in there. All Yeshua using his original name. Now, come on, let's look at this. And Elohim said, let us make man in what? Our image, a direct, when we stamp him, we stamping him, his reflection of who we are according to our likeness, spirit, soul, and body, having spiritual dominion, power, authority, being their words, and let them do what? Start a church, start a religion, have conferences, go witnessing. No, he said, let them rule over the dimension of water, over the dimension of air, and over the dimension of the earth. Three elements that we are supposed to be ruling and governing. And over all the earth and over all the creeping creature, everything that's on it, in it, and above it, gave us, the, never gave man dominion over each other. That's why colonization is so hellish and demonic. Nobody's supposed to be changing nobody's name, changing their culture, and taking over their land. It's demonic. Total demonic. Look at Barashi 128. Here's the counterpart. And Elohim blessed Baruch and powered them. And Elohim said to them, and Elohim, you see it, said, he is teaching, teaching. Remember, doctrine determined our character, behavior, and destiny. He said to them, 
be fruitful, increase. Here we go. Here's a mandate rule over everything in the earth. Be fruitful, be fruitful mean to be productive. Bring evidence, bring other human beings in the earth that's in the image and the likeness of the father and increase and fill the earth and subdue it. That word subdue in the Hebrew mean to bring everything into orderly worship of the father. Everything is to be ruled, managed and governed to produce the results of honoring the creator, Elohim, Yahweh, to honor and worship, hold high esteem and honor to him. When it's all through it, everything we do every day, if it's not for the purpose of honoring the creator, honoring the father by carrying out the mandate, then it's vain, it's vanity. You see it now? Be fruitful, increase and fill the earth, subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea, birds in the heavens and over all creeping things. Counterpart. That's the original mandate. That's why we are here. We're not here to do anything else. We're not here to get no CD. No, no. You're not here to uh, uh, have books selling a million and two million. And you just want to be this great prolific writer and all that. That's not our mandate. Our mandate is do this right here. And all the father word, his words that come to us is to equip us to carry this out. Now, if writing a book to educate people based on kingdom doctrine is a part of it, go for it. It, it, it producing a musical CD that's gonna enhance or reflect the worship and the music in heaven on the earth, go for it. But most of this stuff out here have nothing to do with that. It's to make somebody some money. And you know it is. All right. You now 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 you know it. T I S T S. So let's look at this right here. Um Devirum. We read this earlier. Let's go to scripture here and give me a thumbs up. We get it. Hit the like button while y'all read it and hit the thumbs up button. The the Varum 32 and 2. Let my teaching drop as rain, my speech distill as it do, as rain drops on the tender herb and as showers over the grass. So we are to be totally wet all the time, one way or the other. Either just saturated with the the atmosphere, just just spirit feel and I mean, the word is just lingering and just thinking around all the time or whether you're just getting blasted with the word, you know, either way it go, that's how his teaching is. And then Maseo called Acts 1 and 1, the first book I wrote, Theophilus, concerned all that Yeshua began both to do and to teach until the day in which he was received up after he had been given commandment through the Holy Spirit to the emissaries who had whom he had chosen. The first thing he mentioned here was what Yeshua began to what? Do and teach. Doing is a result of indoctrination, of doctrine, being indoctrinated. Now, one bad part of indoctrination is you're not checking stuff out, just receiving it because somebody said it and reproducing it because this is the way we've been doing it for 18 years. We're going to keep doing all child has been working for me. I've been laying hands on myself for 24 years. And so, and I, and I, okay. All right. Okay. He both, he began to do and to teach. Actually, he said, do and teach because of what he did. They heard what he said. <laughs> 
Oh me, oh my. What he did was a result of his father's instructions. His message came from his father. Our message is to always come from the father. You don't have to listen to this and listen to that. Oh, let me get, let me take no. Hey, 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 ooh, hey, hey. Just all day long hearing somebody else. Are you hearing the father? Have you set aside any time for the Holy Ghost to talk to you, the Holy Spirit to speak? No, 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 just shut the social media down. And you're going to hear a voice that, that, man, who is that? And the Holy Spirit will say, it's me. I've been talking all the time. You got everybody else and just, oh, just all the time. You got something in your ear <laughs> and, you know, you're just not hearing me. I've been talking for 28 years to you. <laughs> Ooh, the Lord spoke to me today. I've been speaking to you every day, all day. You're not listening. Your mind is too busy. Too much input. Too much input is not for me. I'm not saying that not to listen to teach. Listen, what I'm teaching now, if you don't hear this seven times, uh, your percentage uh, retention level is, is low. You only retain 38% of what you hear, 78% of what you hear and write, 98% when you hear it seven times. I'm not saying not to hear a teaching, but a lot of stuff that we're, uh, not we, that people listen to these days ain't got nothing to do with the word. Nothing, no thing to do with the word. And even with that, me myself, you know, I believe I'm, I'm in that truck, I'm driving, man, I got some teaching, not just anybody. I got some kingdom teaching on and I'm listening. I'm listening. And then there are many times I, I drive for hours. I, I don't, nothing on. I'm listening to the Holy Spirit. And see, after I listen to something, I try to hit that seven times. Once I get that seven, I know I got it. And then I'm listening and meditating. I know meditating uh, the laws of meditation will produce illumination. Illumination is understanding what you hear. It get in your belief system. It's a process to get the word in us. And that process is called meditation. All right. Now, uh, I think we're going to stop there and go here to where kingdom concepts expose religious concepts. Go to that note right there. And I just want to uh, share some things we're going to be dealing with. Give me a thumbs up when you get it. And YouTube livers, hit the thumbs up if you haven't hit it already. Kingdom concepts expose religious concepts. Now, after whenever we get to this point, we're going to get to it. We're going to get to some particular doctrines and show you what the kingdom teach versus what religion teach. And one of them is prayer. One of them is prayer. And you see angels, demons, money, family relations, business, culture. We're going to go over this on, on the other side, the white side. You got the blue side, you got the white side. The white side, war. That's what religion teach about prayer. You know, prayer warriors and, and angels, mystical, demons, religious games, money, you know, celebrities. You're only sowing big ministries to get big results. That, that's, a, that's a sham. Uh, relation, money and the relationship coaches and greed and mixing and blend. We're going to go through all of that and show you how the scripture said in the last time or a lot of times, which we're in now, many depart from the faith, giving heed to who? Seducing spirits and doctrines of demons is out here. And now this, this thing about prayer, let me just hit this note as we close. The only way you can be a prayer warrior based on the kingdom concepts is that you have to not be a citizen of the kingdom. When I joined the military, I was no longer a civilian. I belong to the government. They told me you belong. I told when I was on the trail, uh, drill sergeant, I told those guys and they came in on cattle trucks, <clears throat> you don't belong to yourself no more. You belong to me now. 
you belong to the army. You green. You your blood is green. You don't have red blood no more. Your blood is green. I'm gonna call you by your last name because you don't have a first name. Your first name is do what I tell you to do, when I tell you to do, and how I tell you to do it. And and that's the way they taught me, and that's why I taught those guys that was coming in. You see, but we were no longer citizens. We didn't have rights. We had to be what they said be. Show up in formation when they said show up. Eat when they said eat. Wear the clothes they said wear. Wear your boots like they said wear. You know, we didn't have, we, we gave that up. It's the same way. We are citizens of the kingdom. We are not the military. Angels, that's Michael's job. It's like we deep, we are holding them back from doing things because we out here warring in the spirit and prayer warrior. <laughs> it's not about no prayer. You can't, that's not a kingdom concept in scripture. I'm sorry, y'all. I know it's tough. I used to teach it too, you know. I was intercessor, you know. I was over there in intercessory prayer and everything. And that that's one way I learned so much. I said, wait a minute. He said, we're not wrestle against, that means contention. That don't mean now, if we having prayer and we warring, then that mean the angels can't do nothing because I'm taking their job. Or again, you have to give up your citizenship and become an angel and get in Michael's army to be a prayer warrior. Think about it. I know it's tough. When we've been taught things and that tradition get in there, it's hard to get out. I know it is. Think about that based on Kingdom Concepts and join us as we continue on this series, The Foundation of Kingdom Doctrine. Beloved, we love you much, appreciate you much. Only to those that the Holy Spirit is drawing to Yeshua, the Word, to get born again, I invite you to the Kingdom. Yield to Him now. Don't put it off. Don't wait. That's the Holy Spirit working on you, bringing conviction on you. Accept what He is doing. He is calling you. Take the call. Take the call take the position become a citizen of the kingdom renounce all rebellious thoughts lifestyle and where you've been living just just make the decision get regenerated and become a citizen of the kingdom and pick up that mandate that the father gave to you you got a purpose the father got a plan for you a plan of peace and prosperity and successfulness in the earth carrying out his original plan beloved i say this word to you shalom may you have peace, undisturbed, nothing missing, nothing broken in your life. The word shin, one of meaning for shin, when you spell shalom out in Hebrew, let me give you this nugget on the end, shalom. Uh, shin uh, in this text, uh, in this context of this word means to destroy. Shalom, shin is the first letter spelled shalom. Then lamed, one of the means for lamed is control. Uh, shin, lamed. And then there's a valve, which means to connect or establish. And then there's a mem. Mem also not only means life-giving spirit, but it means chaos. So every time you say shalom and understand what it means, the authority or the chaos that's controlling and has established itself in your life is destroyed. The chaos that's established is destroyed. When Yeshua looked out at those waves and they was all in, in a chaotic, uh, roaring and acting a fool, trying to sink, sink the ship and all that, you know what he said? He said, the control, the authority that has established itself in this atmosphere be destroyed. And once he said, Shalom, guess what? 
the ways went back to doing what they supposed to do because the chaos had to go. Chaos must leave your mind now in the authority of Yeshua. Shalom, beloved. Love you much.